Welcome to Bramasol's Insights to Action podcast library of topics covering regulatory compliance, reporting, disclosures, financial management, and financial transformation technologies. Bramasol is the leader in SAP-based finance solutions and a co-innovator with SAP on developing and deploying purpose-built compliance capabilities. Learn more about Bramasol at www.bramasol.com. This is Jim Hunt for Bramasol's Insights to Action podcast series. Today we're very pleased to have Linda Valentine, who's project manager at Bramasol. She has over 20 years of experience with SAP and ERP program management, over 14 years of program project management across a variety of different organizational structures and industries, and she's certified PMP. And today we're going to talk about project management, PMO structure, and how Bermasol uses it and how it applies to consulting situations. So thank you very much, Linda. It's good to have you join us today. Well, it's nice to be here. Why don't we start off with your definition of PMO and what are the key elements and uh, a little bit of background on uh, PMO. So PMO has been around in one form or another for as long as I can remember. Um, consulting organizations had only started really adopting PMOs, which is project management offices, probably about 15 years ago as a structure from within in their consulting organizations. And they're really part governance, and part support. And support is in structurally part client support and part project manager support. Those are the key elements. From a from a consulting company standpoint, why would you adopt PMO as your structure? And then uh, what does it accrue for your clients? What are the benefits for the clients? There's several benefits from a client perspective. One is a consistency of delivery. Once you have a PMO in place, the PMO starts to take responsibility for templates, tools, delivery, um, how we go to market with those things. So no matter what you're delivering, it is a standard governance delivery. So budgets are delivered the same way. The structure of plans are delivered the same way. The tools that we use are delivered the same way. So if I'm your project manager, I speak the same language as a project manager on another project. And we can interact with each other. We can share the same tools at the quality gate we have the same expectation. It reduces risk on projects. So it really gives you that standardized common baseline uh, for communication, especially it sounds like in a a multi-company arrangement like consulting typically is. It really gives Mm -hmm. you that language and basis to talk to one another. It does. And it also, at, at the very startup of a project where Frequently, um, we're taking anywhere from three weeks to five to six weeks to actually get a project kicked off to write those schedules and WBSs and all of the plans. Um, We can now reduce that by two to three weeks 
because most of that work is done for us and now we're customizing instead of writing from scratch. Does the client have to have PMO in place or are you able to bring them along as you set up the project? They, they can have a PMO in place in which point we're merging and potentially helping with, with some of what we have or they can have nothing in place, in which case we're bringing the whole tool set to them. So we, we have the ability to work in either environment. So I've heard a lot about communication for PMO. Can you maybe elaborate on how it helps improve communications and what some of the disciplines do to, you know, to drive issues to the forefront so that there are essentially no surprises during the process? Well, we can't eliminate all surprises. We can reduce surprises. Um, and, and I think that's one of the benefits that, that's probably most highly sought after. Um, part of it is the tools that we use to enforce communication. And, and that's a, um, a, it's a, you know, kind of scary thought. But if you have tools and plans in place that say we're going to communicate in the following manner, to the following groups of people. And some of those are internal people and some of those are our clients. And it sets in, in, in place that schedule and the tools that you use to communicate, whether those are status reports or standardized um, logs, such as a, a RAID log, and RAID stands for Risks, Actions, Issues, and Decisions. And those are very public forms of communication. So everybody, there are no secrets anymore. Everybody knows what the processes are and what the outcomes are. And you're on a regular schedule. So it really lays out the, the how, the who, the what, and the when of communication in a structured fashion so that ideally uh, things don't fall through the cracks. Correct. So you're eliminating risk. And you're, you're eliminating potential, potentially you're eliminating escalations as well. People being uh, what they are, I assume, <laughs> I assume there's some resistance oftentimes when you're, you're putting in that structure. Um, how do you overcome that? And uh, is it a, really a big issue or not? Um, it can be. And, and and we don't have to assume. We we know people are what you know. People resist change. Um, they resist change in all manners of way. Um, the best way that you ever come at it is show it the value. Um, some of it is small steps, and some of it is just rolling rolling the processes into the pro, you know rolling those processes and rolling them over and over again. It it's. Um, it's no different in a consulting organization than it is in industry. Um, I, I've, I've seen TMOs stood up in very small companies, and it's pretty simple. You've got, you know, 20 people to, to contend with. I've also been part of standing up a PMO at the Department of Defense. But that was easy. You know why it was easy? Why? I had I had three star generals who said it's going to happen. So it's good to have the power behind you, and actually that brings yeah. up a point for for consulting too. That if if you 
if Bramosol has gone to the the effort and the investment to train and inculcate all of your consulting teams with the PMO disciplines and concept, then they become evangelists and probably in some cases trainers for the uh, clients to help bring them along and help them see the benefits. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a conversion. It is. it, and it's, it, it takes some successes to actually make that full conversion, but, but it's a, it, it happens, and that product and that process becomes part of our bloodstream. Yeah, and, and uh, tangible payoffs are always a good way to, to spur adoption. So can you mm-hmm. maybe define some of the uh, – how you set up metrics and what the – the tangible uh, information and how you monitor reports and adjust course throughout the process. Sure. So, so we we've got two things in place right now that will really mon- manage that process. And and part of our part of our conversion to PMO was actually looking at the whole SharePoint site and managing an update and an upgrade to that. Um, so KPIs was a big one. And what do we what do we want from KPIs? We're looking at quarter over quarter and looking at projects. So it's budget performance, resource management performance, and quality risk management performance quarter over quarter. Those are big ones. But the other one is client engagement. Did we predict and forecast our budgets? correctly last quarter versus this quarter within X. Because you can Got never it. predict absolutely. Management is the same. Okay. And you <laughs> mentioned uh, using SharePoint. Um, when you're sharing with the client and communicating information uh, within the PO, PMO, is there any mm-hmm. uh, software investment or new tools that the client has to make, or are you able to provide the uh, the structure for managing all the PMO activities? So SharePoint today is an internal tool that improves our visibility to our clients, and it includes um, quality gate calendars so that our project managers are aware when their quality gates are due and when we're going to take them up, as well as lessons learned statistics and um, a number of other products that, that we use internally and all of the templates and tools and projects are out there. It is a future goal to be able to also allow our clients some of those tools on SharePoint. Okay, sounds good. What are some of the ongoing organizational benefits that um, result from using PMO to manage projects and programs? So there, there are a number of them. This gets back to the very first um, question that we talked about. It's both a governance and a support organization. So from governance, um, we've got a much tighter vision of our project. We, we see them from start to finish in a very clear phase-by-phase, both from a what are they doing, status and statistics. 
and part of that is through the quality, through the insertion of quality gates of each of their phases and milestones, um, it, which reduces escalation significantly. Um, the other thing that they get is support. So our project managers now have a roadmap for their careers. You know, one of the questions we always have to ask ourselves is, is this the career I want? Especially in ERP, and I've been doing this a very long time, more than 20 years. So many of our, so many of our project managers get thrown at project management because they are a senior functional consultant who, who has been doing this a long time. And, and they get team lead designation and then suddenly they're thrown at project management because they're available. And it's not really what they want to do. And they may not have the skill uh, basis for it, which makes it less attractive uh, if they don't right. know the, the landscape. Correct. And and suddenly they've gone from being really successful at what they were doing. Maybe they're a great team lead and a great functional resource. Right. And this this can give them the tools to go to that next level um, of that being a, an excellent manager. And it can help them decide whether it's a, the career path they want to continue on. But it uh, right. takes away the unknowns. It gives them a basis right. for make, making that decision. Correct. It also gives our, our project managers who want to be project managers the roadmap for how to get certified in Agile, how to become Scrum Masters, how to, how to become PM, PMI certified and what those roadmaps look like because there's more than one PMP. You know, there's, there's program management, there's project management, there's a whole bunch of other ones. Um, we've got a couple of minutes left. Would you uh, mind expanding on uh, some of those options? Uh, you mentioned Agile. I've heard of it. Can you give us a couple of sentences on uh, what the Agile approaches uh, entails? Well, it, uh, Agile is, is another methodology. Right. There are so many methodologies out there, but Agile is the latest and greatest methodology. And many of our clients want to be Agile versus Waterfall. Um, and, and there's benefits to Agile. Um, it is a more rapid process for developing solutions. It does away with a lot of the as-is analysis and gets you right into development. Um, there, a, there are benefits. But as, as a consulting organization, we have to be really aware of what our clients look like, what their landscape looks like, and we have to be able to guide our clients. As, as to whether they are they are the right they they are a, a good fit. Sometimes you have to have a hybrid. Sometimes you have to include some waterfall and some agile, and and push those two together where it makes sense. Um, having PMPs and agile certified you know project managers is a really good fit for a Bramasol environment. Right. It gives, it gives a, allows you to offer that breadth of capabilities and then tailor Absolutely. them to any any specific client situation. Absolutely. Um, this has been an excellent discussion. Thank you for taking the time. Um, I know it will be of use to our listeners and uh, look forward to maybe doing a podcast in the future and coming back and talking about some of the specific implementations. So, well, I'm happy to do it. Thank you for asking, Jim. Great. Thank you again.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Bramasel's Insight to Action podcast series. We hope that you found it helpful. To ensure that you never miss a future episode, you can subscribe to Bramasel at iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Bramasel and detail on our solutions for compliance, optimization, and financial transformation, please visit www.bramasol.com or email us at info at bramasol.com.